You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Buck up, buck up, buck up, buck up, buck up, buck up. You know the deal. This is me, though. Beast by Supremo for all the Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to a new episode of Can We Talk. I got uh, half of the usual suspects today. It's me and Shayna. Um, I also got um, my lovely cousin visiting from Sweden, Johanna. Hi, hello. And I got our boyfriend, Daniel, also visiting from Sweden. How's it going? Good, good. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. We, 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 we feel happy to have you here. Thanks, so Thanks for having us. We've never had Swedish guests before. I asked so many questions. <laughs> we, we yeah, we could just we could just go into that. Yeah, we so many questions. Um, all right, so we got to handle. Man, I wish Eric wasn't missing today because current events today is such a downer. Hmm. Uh, we got leading to current events. There were two shootings. Three, three. We had three mass shootings yesterday. Three? three mass shootings we in America three. yesterday. We had three. We had um, was the one in uh, Walmart in Texas. There was one in a mall. Mall. Where was the mall at? Um, I know there was one in Dayton, Ohio. I think one, that was a concert. Yeah, the one in, oh. uh, at the concert, and there was another one in the mall on Chicago. Yeah. One in Sao Paulo, right? Huh? Was El there Paso. one in Sao El Paso? That was Texas. Yeah, that's Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know there was three. There were three yesterday. Yeah. So it was, um, I think, the most, yeah, was it in Dayton? One was in Dayton. Oh, we, and then we had one in Chicago, but they, nobody died. Seven people got injured. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs> I, I knew I knew it was a downer, but we gotta we gotta do the current events. We gotta. It do was them. in mm-hmm. yeah. It was um. Let me see. It was it was in Dayton, El Paso. I think it was in Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, One happened in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so basically, I mean, other than you know, giving you know prayers out to the people who have who have lost loved ones in this. I mean. What what do we take away from this besides just like we just really need to control gun control and just like what 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 else can we take away from this? Um, I don't right right now we're in a reactionary culture like we mm-hmm. have you know like I was at the movies today and I was like where can I sit <laughs> to where if something happens I can right. just run oh wow exactly. and they have That's crazy. um. They have, you know, lockdown drills at school. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, my daughter at the last school she went to, they had one and she kind of got in trouble because she wasn't taking it serious. Right, she right, was right. like seven at the time. Like, I'm, what, right. what you mean we got to sit in the corner and just be quiet? Right. Mm-hmm. Kids, I'm like, be quiet. <laughs> we never did take that serious when we were but kids. But then they had one um, the year after that um, where they actually did go into a lockdown because they were two parents fighting in the school <laughs> so they mm. did actually go into a lockdown oh situation. two parents with guns or they were just fighting oh okay it was something they, it was something that happened with their kids and then it escalated to the parents and they were fighting inside the school so they did go into a lockdown wow like that movie uh what's that movie you like about oh that's the teachers fighting sorry <laughs> you know the one um, was it real life? He always shows me a clip from that movie. And I with never the girl remember. dancing, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
with the ice cube. Ice cube. It'll come back to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean fist fight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fist, fist fight. fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. school right. gets out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is sad, man. I mean, I think, like, we are in a reactionary culture. Um, like, back to back and side to side like this is, like, very disturbing. But, you know, they're, like, blaming it on mental illness. And video, I saw video games. I saw that they were saying, like, now because of so many violent, you know, video games mm. that it's desensitizing people. But those have always been around. And, like, wasn't but it? They have, but they have, she's so young, they haven't always been yeah, around. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on your side. Like, <laughs> they haven't been so extreme like yeah. that today. Like, you're in the war. You're, mm. When you put the headphones and everything on, you're in there. Yeah. Like before. I have been tapped out for a minute. I've been tapped out on the video and game. And then when I, was, when I was younger, I did have the Mortal Kombat fighting game. But mm-hmm. the game that I had, they, it was like you would punch, like, dust out the person. It wasn't even blood. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. The one I had with, with blood, and I grew up with Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, but, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never played video games, so I don't have too much to say about that. But the, the shooter in Texas, though, didn't he have some kind of manifesto that he posted? On 8chan. Before yeah, the event took place. But then there's also, um, there's like, like there are people that were there that are saying that there were multiple shooters. Um, yeah, I heard something about that, too. That's still going. That's our camera. That is a camera. That's our camera. All right, y'all, y'all keep talking. <laughs> come back and see if we can see if it's still going. No, but what I was thinking is how much the political climate is affecting what people. Are you getting it? Go ahead, no, what people talking. do, you know? Because what do you guys think about Trump? Like, what do? <laughs> Like, what do they say? Like, what do y'all say about us? And what do y'all, like, think about Trump? Like, because I know he's, like, I know he's an idiot. And, like, he makes us look extremely cool. But what do you guys think? Like, because I know that you guys have news and stuff over there. And they just show, like, the worst of the world. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, I feel like Swedish (laughs) news is pretty objective. Oh, okay. It's not as... You know, because I feel like here news anchors all, talk a lot about their own things about different subjects or, you know, have a lot of their own subjective opinions broadcasted on air. And we don't really have that in Sweden. It's kind of like laid back, objective. You just tell what's been going this on. This is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I mean, I don't know where to start on track. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, when he got, a, I mean, when, when the last election was going on, I never thought he would even make it. To the primaries, I guess. I mean, I thought it was a joke, to be honest. Yeah, people took it as a humor back like home. A, like a Trump. huge like, joke, Just yeah. imagine if he runs the USA. And it's a surprise. Surprise, surprise. That, yeah. But, um, I mean, after this point, it's just, it just gets worse and worse every day. I mean, the things he says and the things he does. Do we but I feel ready? like, he, sorry, what? No, go ahead. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say, though, because it's just, we're, we don't like Trump, no. <laughs> no. Obviously, we don't. We Do don't. we look like a reality show, like our country a little bit? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, America has always been, you know, bigger, badder, better at everything, and like I said, the news is, is just presented in a completely different way here, mm-hmm. as opposed right, right. to subjective. Sweden. Yeah, but this is just another level. I don't... But this is, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, 
Go ahead. And this is, it's scary because you don't know what can happen. For the, the USA is one of the strongest countries in the world. Right. As a top five, and they are run by somebody like Trump with that amount of stupidity and special kind of person. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, then everything is possible, I guess. Yeah. Which is scary. I yeah. heard that. I mean, I read that yesterday. Trump had allegedly, no, that, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> called uh, our prime minister, Stefan Levian, uh, about the ASAP Rocky thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. ASAP Rocky was over there. And he got freed. Um, he got freed, yeah. But it was just kind of funny to me because, yeah, you, obviously you don't know who our prime minister is, but he's like a really laid back. Like he used to be in the union for 30 years and worked as a, you know, mechanical technician right. or something. Like a really laid back, typical social democrat, you know, very. That's v- awesome because a mechanical, like a mechanical technician here could never be president. Exactly. Right, so right. he's, yeah, very, you know, worker. What do you call it? Like a. Like workers', workers rights. Exactly. Advocate, oh, no, yeah. that could never happen. So they're like complete opposites. And I just mm. can't remember. I mean, I can't uh, imagine what that phone call must have sounded like because his English isn't really good either. I mean, our prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, that was just funny to me. Oh, wow. That's that's interesting. So what did you guys think about the ASAP Rocky situation? As far as him being locked up over there. Are we in hip hop corner? Hip hop corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rapper, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, you've seen the videos. Yeah, I haven't see seen the footage of what actually happened. It's, if, it's funny, first, because of Trump, <laughs> what he said, and I read the truth. It was just amazing. It was like Rocky Asap is being held in unhumane prisons. Uh, not tortured, but something very rough from the Swedish. And we are known to have like the softest police and our prisons, Swedish and Norwegian prisons are top in the world. For they, They're like a bad hotel for a lot of people. And Trump says all of these things. But in the video with Rick, Rocky Asap, it's quite up. Like he pulls the man down. They, they all jump and kick him. So, mm. I mean, I guess what they try to make it into is self-defense. Like, yeah, that he was innocent. Yeah, and I, like I said, I haven't seen the footage, but mm-hmm. the thing they said about Sweden uh, prison is just <laughs> hilarious because they they said that he got bad water and bad food. Like we have the best tap water in the whole world. What are you talking about? Like, nice. and I guess he doesn't like you know the Swedish meatballs and <laughs> right, right, <laughs> the, right. the traditional. Yeah, yeah that's that crazy because our prisons are very inhumane. Yeah, they I are. would. I mean, I would. Guess so, not to be prejudiced, but since, you know. No, it wouldn't be a guess. <laughs> like, they're very inhumane. Yeah. Um, we have 31 prisons here in Michigan mm-hmm. and only one women's prison. Mm-hmm. And it is it is the worst. Like, correction officers quit all the time. Correction officers need two weeks of extra training if they are mm-hmm. going to be sent to work in the women's prison. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, the conditions there are just, and, and, it's the, and there's no telling what the conditions are in the men's prisons, but the, the women's prison here is just, it's, yeah. Mm. Not good. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. not good at mm. all. Like they had an outbreak of some type of skin disease. Oh, really? Like, like it was like a, like it wasn't bed bugs. It was some other type of bug. Mm. And, and this, I think this happened like a year ago. 
Wow. And they mm. didn't do too much about it, I'm guessing. Probably yeah. not. Huh. Uh, well, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, overpopulation, like, yeah. I assume it is overpopulated, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Own... It's overpopulated. That's why, like, when people say something like to like a woman, like, "Oh, you gonna, you gonna go to jail?" Blah blah. blah. Like, they ain't got nowhere to put her. Where they gonna put her? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't give her probation center home. Like, no. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, I, I, before we go on, I do want to introduce the topic before we get into it. Today, we're talking about the sudden controversy behind the term auntie. Um, yeah, we're going to touch on that. But um, you and I, since we're in your corner, you didn't listen to Chance. No. <laughs> you told me something interesting. To, I just, like, uh, what was that? 2016? believe so. Color, yeah, and, Book. Color, Color and, and Book. Color and Book was huge. Yeah, and I love, I still I still listen to Color and Book. I love Color and Book. Right. When we went to the concert, it just, ugh, the, the vibe was off to me. So, you know, and then to me also, like, if I was an artist, mm-hmm. I would not be on Twitter. Like, Twitter has ruined, like, a lot of artists for me because they type, you know, you know their immediate thoughts right. and then they delete it. But by the time they've deleted it, someone is taking a screenshot of it and stuff like that. So he has had some opinions. And, of course, you know, he was defending Kanye West's antics. And he's been going off on some people, too. I think he told one of his fans to eat a dick. Oh yeah, he took his fans to do what? <laughs> Chance the rapper was on Twitter. I guess it was him trying to be funny, but uh, he told one of his fans to like like eat a dick that was criticizing him. Oh, and that kind of made waves. Like, wait, he just told one of his fans that you know because they thought he was hacked. He said, "No, I'm not hacked. I'm really saying that." Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it was. But they would, tr- but people would try you. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's another reason why. As if I was an artist. A director, actor, writer, any type of public figure, I would not be on Twitter because people will try you. So I definitely, I, I definitely yeah, for sure. wouldn't fault him for verbally defending himself. Right. Because people go at him all the time. Um, I can't give a, a accurate review of the album. I heard like the, like like the first six songs, but so far it seems pretty solid. It's mostly him talking about his union because I know he just got married. So just talking about his union with his wife, you know, whereas Coloring Book was about him being saved, you know, having like a newfound Christian belief. So it, it, mm. it's he's a positive rapper. I say his music is pretty positive by now. Um, that's his niche. I got to finish it up. But so far, it sounds good. It's called The Big Day. There's a lot of tracks on there, aren't there? Yeah. It, it are, seems, there, are, are there interludes or is just... I don't think there are interludes. I can check real quick, but I don't. I don't believe there are interludes. What is his most famous songs, Chance the Rapper? No Problems. Yeah, No Problems. With Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. Oh, okay. You know that one? I might. Um, I'm sure if you probably heard it, you probably... Yeah, I'd probably recognize it. Sounds him. like a worldwide uh, worldwide song, maybe. Okay. Um, I know Drake dropped a compilation of, like, like B-sides that never made it to his albums. Like but that tapes. That are, like, uh, street classics. Um, Caught Care Package. He got the Girls Love Beyonce, Dreams Worth More Than Money. Just like the, the singles he would drop in between albums. I love, mm-hmm. I like that song, Girls Love Beyonce. Yeah, so he's hyping everybody up for the new album coming out. Um, other than that, I am... Katy Perry. What happened? She lost her lawsuit. A Christian rapper. Um, oh, yeah. What's his name? There was a Christian artist that said Dark Horse uh, stole the beat from her song. Yeah. It was oh, a song Christ. featuring Lecrae. It's called Joyful Noise. 
Okay. Yep. So she lost her lawsuit, and I think they got to pay almost three million. I'm sure they'll appeal that, but it's a lot of money. Marcus we, Marcus Gray is the is the artist of the the song Joy, Joyful Noise. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you haven't listened to them. No, the song, okay. So I listened. There are it. It's kind of it. Kind of reminded me of when I listened to it, like the similarities between um, "Got to Give It Up" and "Blur Lines." Like they're there. Like they're clearly there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna mention that because Robin Thicke did have to come out the pocket for that with him and Pharrell, right? Or was yeah. Just Robin Thicke. It was him and Pharrell because Pharrell's okay. the producer and Robin Thicke was credited for writing it, even though he said he didn't write it. Right, right, right. He said he was high. Plus, Blurred Blur Lines is a creepy song, too. <laughs> um, is that all we got? Mm, so, so, okay, we can go on to um, two your cents. two cents. All right. <laughs> so, on to my two cents. You know, everybody knows I'm the movie guy. Um, I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie. Um, this is Tarantino's most restrained film, like ever. Like, like you know, when you think of Tarantino, you think of Pulp Fiction, Inglorious Bastards, like violence over the top. This is kind of like a, like a, like a character-driven, like serene film. I mean, it does get to that point, but that's like way, way, way onward. Um, basically, it, it looks at like it looks at Hollywood at the end of the '60s. Where like the old Hollywood is being replaced by the new Hollywood of the seventies. And also you got like the Charles Manson stuff in the background. So like once, you know, if you know the story about Sharon Tate and like the Charles Charles Manson murders, that kind of brought like the loss of innocence to Hollywood. So it basically follows uh Leonardo DiCaprio, who's like a aging Hollywood star, Brad Pitt, his stuntman, and uh Margot Robbie, who is Sharon Tate. And um it's unlike anything he's ever done because it's slow, but it's like a good slow paced movie. It's, it feels like an independent film made on a big budget. So I'd recommend it. It's, 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 it's a different kind of movie. Hateful Eight was kind of slow. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of like, that was set up like a play, Hateful Eight. This one kind of like, it's really like, he really like captures the time of the 60s. Like you can tell like with the production design, they really did put their all into it. But, uh, you said you saw Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. The Rock and Jason Statham. <laughs> was it fun? Yes. Yes. It, I mean, it was It's like extremely violent. Right, right, right. This explosion. I was in a movie theater cracking up. Like, I mean, where did this explosion come from? And like, where is all this? Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Like, people went driving in trucks with no windshields and windows <laughs> driving through buildings don't have a scratch on them. I was just laughing like I know people were like she is nuts because I was just laughing like just just like there's a character um, played by Idris Elba he's like got super strength superhuman he's got super but what's the rocks excuse yeah. Right, like they're all superhuman. <laughs> like you know they're, I mean? they're all superhuman. I was hoping there'd be a twist where it's like he doesn't have the potion we've had in in us the whole time. Like, was there a twist like that or no? Oh, because I'll be like, okay, that would make sense for the Fast and Furious series because these guys are like super strong and never uh-huh. get a scratch on. I'm like, okay, they've always had the like, serum. Walking down buildings like the sign of buildings. <laughs> It sounds crazy. It, 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 it was crazy, but it it was a fun movie. It was extremely it was extremely violent, but 
I mean, that's wait, what wait. you expect from this franchise. Mm-hmm. It's PG thirteen, right? Like when you say violent, do you mean like like just like, all the explosions and oh, okay, the, the okay. shooting, everybody, everyone? So what what's what's more outrageous, this or John Wick? John, John Wick. I don't know because every because every shot is a kill shot with John Wick. <laughs> he's, he's he's the master. It's Keanu yeah, Reeves. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, they're both equally ridiculous, I guess. Okay. But, I mean, I would recommend it. Like, if you're not, if you're not expecting too much. Like, right. if you're not expecting dialogue mm-hmm. or a good plot. Just get any, straight to the point. Yeah, they do get straight to the point. Just blowing up stuff from beginning <laughs> to end. Literally. So, there's no real plot is what you're saying. I mean, they try. I mean, they try. Like, it was... Uh, Twist and turns. It was a a super virus, and they have to get it and protect it. But whatever. Explosion. Yeah, yes. This went from racing cars to straight up superhuman people. (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I wanted to switch gears because um, we have two people here from Sweden that saw uh, one of our most talked about films of the year, Midsummer. Oh, you guys saw Midsummer. What did you think? Yeah. What's your response? I mean, I couldn't sleep that night. I had nightmares. No, but I really wanted to see it, though, because it's so funny to me. When I saw the trailer, I realized the movie is set in the literal region where we come, where I come from. So I've, you know, celebrated Midsummer my whole life in Helsingland, where the movie is. So, <laughs> so that was like a fun twist. But, um, I mean, he knows his, his shit. Horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was just... It was it was amazing. It was, but people should know, like, the Midsummer, the traditional Midsummer, he kind of mixed it up with t- traditional Midsummer thing. I mean, obviously, yeah. And right, right. Viking, yeah, pagan. Just so, like, it's not made up. The Vikings re- did really do the thing, like, from Strip, jump off a cliff at a certain age. That is true, yeah. The Vikings, the Vikings. did have, have this, so it's not just made up. Oh, yes, wow. it's really good. I That's thought it was, it was made so, up. I was like, no, no it's, it's good. And I don't want to like get, or like when one of the person is cut up and they took out his lungs. That's right, like, right, right. Yeah, that's an old Viking thing. They did that to some people. It's So that made a little bit but This was in the old days. Yeah. Oh, this is, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. this is a current. Okay, old okay. We have nothing similar. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but just like together, like these things did exist. So that's what makes it a little bit more interesting. Okay, so, so he, he really did his homework with that movie. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. And I didn't know that though with the with the long oh, yeah. wings thing. It's called but, something yeah. with angel or something with yeah angel or death. Yeah. But it's big. It's but what is I mean up to date is all the booze and uh, we drink a lot during midsummer. Uh, not so much psychedelics maybe, no. but uh, maybe that will blow up after this. <laughs> movie. I don't know. You guys told me that movies like this sometimes it makes it hard for tourists to come visit the, the <laughs> come visit Sweden because they get they get they get scared. Yeah, I'm curious if it's going to, you know, go down or go up. Might go up, too. You never Somebody know. People are people crazy. <laughs> I mean, and I, I responded to that. I said, like, movies like this and Hostel, they kind of show how Americans, it's kind of self-reflexive of us and how we can kind of be ignorant outside of our mm. country. You know, like like with the whole tree scene, like we were talking about that, like you should know better than to piss on any tree that's laying down, like anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, like, like. Of course, like that's a sacred ground. You shouldn't mess with something like that. But I really think it's more reflexive on us, not really. And knowing. then he was like out in front of people. Yeah. Like right. it was yeah. a lot of people yeah. in the back. He just whipped it out and started peeing. I was like, is that how we? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
But it was funny to me though because they did, there was a lot of um, passages that they didn't have any text under. What do you call it? The subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah. I think so, that was on purpose. Like, on purpose. To kind of leave yeah. them on the outside, like, like they don't know what because you heard what they were saying. Yeah. Like, you understood it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're like we're the only ones in here that understand what they're talking about. <laughs> did it did it leave like subtle clues for what was to come? Like as an audience member? No, honestly, no. They were just honestly, talking. Honestly, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It didn't really leave anything important yeah. out. No, but it was, it was very well made. It was very beautifully shot too. Yes. Yeah. And I wonder where it was shot. If it was actually shot in Sweden or it could have been anywhere. I can get you an answer in a minute, but I know that it wasn't in Sweden. But it was. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a place where like the summer days were short. Like the daytimes were short, so the mm-hmm. so yeah, the director, the yeah, they the director had to like you know really rush and get it done. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, shot in Budapest, Hungary. Oh, Budapest. Oh. Okay, cool. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, I guess I say, have you seen anything? Like, I, that's all I've seen. I watched Otherhood on oh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So that's Patricia Arquette. Um, Angela Bassett Angela Bassett and uh, Felicity Felicity, Felicity Hoffman. Hoffman how'd it go? I liked it it was a good movie it was a pretty good movie I enjoyed it cause it's about mothers moving on after their their kids have kind of like left the nest and in some like, yeah like families. they have gone their, their, their children have like they're gone for the but it's like they get together and then they realize how disconnected they are from their children. Right. So then they just take a spur of the moment road trip to where they live and they disrupt their lives <laughs> in the process. But it was it was a pretty and then, and then in, in the process of disrupting their son's lives, they test their own friendship. OK. And that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I want to watch this new documentary called The Great Hack. Because everybody keeps talking about it. It's a new uh, film on Netflix, a documentary, and it's really about, I think it touches on the Russia thing, how Russia kind of like like hacked American te- technology a little bit. Uh, I can't speak too much on it because I haven't really watched it, but I heard good things. So I may watch it. I'm still on the fence about the whole Russia thing. I, I just think that they kind of push that narrative to relieve responsibility from, from the people that actually voted for Trump. Knowing yeah. all they know about Trump, and they still voted for him, so I think they kind of pushed that like, oh, you can't control, you can't. If we give you bits, and if we give you this information, and the Russians give you this information, and you put it together, like you're not making your own decision. And I think a lot of people they did go into the voting booth and they made their own decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree that too. I think it is being used as um I don't know if smoke and mirrors is the right term, but it is being used as kind of like a front, huh? By who? Well, I gotta, I gotta say the media. Yeah, media. because it's much. a. Well, we basically we have we have a ton of we have a lot of twenty four hour news networks, mm-hmm. but they're the two main ones are MSNBC and Fox News, and they are like polar opposites. So and CNN is like and CNN, CNN is, is kind of it's 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 a little left leaning, yeah, yeah, a little left. They have their like kind of I think like conservative panelists and stuff like that. Right, right. But um, so like on MSNBC, the left like Democrat, Democratic like pushing channels, Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, Russia Mueller report this all the time. Like this first two years. <laughs> of Trump's administration 
and they're not really talking about policies. Mm-hmm. They're not talking about Supreme Supreme Court decisions that have been made and how they will affect the American people. Mm-hmm. They just take the the focus off of that because I think like that like they dropped the ball on that because we recently had um legislation passed where an employer can put an arbitration clause in your employee contract when you sign on. So basically what an arbitration clause is, is you can't take us to court. Mm. If we abuse you, if we, you know, discriminate against you for any type of, any kind of thing, any type of way, you have to go to an arbitrator and the arbitrator is paid by the company. Mm. And then they will make the decision as to whether or not we've wronged you. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is a blow to class action lawsuits mm-hmm. where a bunch of, you know, people that were wronged like by a company as employees can get together and file a lawsuit together. That So that basically has, like, taken that away from workers. Mm-hmm. But MSNBC didn't report that. Oh, of yeah. course, Fox News wouldn't report that because that's more of a, um, a right-wing kind of thing. Mm-hmm putting more power to the company and less with the workers. So, yeah, so with MSNBC, Fox, it's just these two, like, Fox is right, and then MSNBC is the left. Right, two two polar opposites. Um, I mean, it's hard. Like, I feel like news you can trust, you mostly got to go to the Internet. Or C-SPAN. C-SPAN, they just show hearings and stuff like that and congressional proceedings and stuff. There's nobody sitting there reporting Mm -hmm. and interpreting and using their bias to report it for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Before we head into our topic, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Um, My father, uh, yesterday he turned 60 years young. So shout out to him. That is young. Yeah, he uh, he doesn't look a day over like 40. He he really looks young. It's (laughs) true. Uh, so, um, you want to lead us into our topic? Um, aunties, you wanted to talk about how you, Oprah and Gail, they recently had a conversation about the term auntie. Yeah. Oprah and Gail King, um, they had a term about the term auntie. Ava DuVernay was in it too, because of an interview she had where usually in the black community, auntie is like a form of respect, you know, and uncle too. And they kind of looked at it as like, well, that kind of makes me feel a little old. You know what I mean? That that was their response to the term. So I guess today we're mostly talking about like, you know, like how do we look at it? Do we look at it as a form of respect? Uh, how could it be looked at the other way? Is it that big of a deal? And uh-huh. pretty much that's pretty much what we're getting into. So what do you think? I think um, <laughs> when has Oprah not been auntie? Like it's like somebody She's that always we been res- yeah Oprah. like somebody that we qu- kind of respected, kind of looked up to, but I think that what they were kind of trying to say is like auntie kind of makes me asexual. Like I'm not looked at uh-huh. like in a sexual way. That too, because you like you you calling me auntie. Like nobody calls Halle Berry auntie, and she's. In her fifties, late forties, that is another way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always, I've always looked at auntie as respect, and um, it, it could like 
subconsciously be an asexual thing too. Like I know, like um, my mother at her job, you know, she has a coworker that calls her auntie, and she always look at looks at it as respect. We got Auntie Maxine Waters, you know, we call her auntie. Um, yeah, I never thought of it. That that's that's another viewpoint. It could be looked at as that. But I definitely think it's a sign of it's it's it, but it it can be interpreted that way. But I definitely think it's like a sign of respect. Like I look up to you. I look to you for guidance because like, a lot of people look to Oprah for, you know, influences or what to buy, what to read. Right, right. Mm. So at what age would you, would it, would it be appropriate to start calling someone auntie? Or would, could you call a 25-year-old auntie if you feel well, like they have a lot of wisdom? And well, there are, are beyond their years. <laughs> there <know? laughs> are a group of uh, young boys that I um, mentor and one day I was, we were walking across the street somewhere. Uh-huh. And I don't know what happened to my ankle, but it just like went out and I like mm-hmm. fell in the street. Oh. I was fine. But after that, they started calling me Auntie Rose <laughs> for <laughs> Derek Rose. Right, right. Like, because <laughs> Derek Rose is always getting injured. Oh, so they called me Auntie Rose. <laughs> but I don't take it, I didn't take offense to it. And, it, and they just let it, like, it's to the point now where they just like, they just let it fall. At first, it was like, oh, yeah, it's a joke. But now they just let it fall off. They tell them, like, that's my name. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. Like, to answer your question, though, it, it could be, like, figures, like, you've known since you've been young. Like, mm-hmm. like we've grown up with the Oprahs, the Queen Latifahs, you know what I mean, the Moniques and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, entertainers that we refer to as Auntie. Mary J. Blige, I refer to her, I refer to her as Auntie Mary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, like, like, figures that you've grown up with. I know... Daniel, you spoke about something in Sweden about your grandmother and on your on your block. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I grew up with. Well, it's actually in Serbia, but okay. You know, uh, well, all my friends and half the block called my grandma. Grandma, she was Baba for everybody. Okay, so that kind of like stick to me. And now when I met Johanna's grandma, that was kind of the first thing that come up. Start calling her grandma. I know one person was like, "Grandma, you just call her grandma." <laughs> She's like, Maybe it's completely not okay here. But it was yeah, a form of respect, thing. though. Right, it was a form of looking at someone like you know, okay, you're you're my elder, you're my respect, and I uh, you hold authority. Mm-hmm. True, true. Okay, okay. I know there's always been things where like um you know like people calling you sir and ma'am. Like I know growing up, like I'd be a little, I'll be I I would delegate with certain like older women calling them ma'am instead of calling like calling them miss instead of ma'am because sometimes it'd be like ma'am, I'm not that old. You know, like there was always like a thing behind that. Like with some women I met, I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry, miss." <laughs> Have you ran into that? Yeah, I used to run into that all the time. Like, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, and ma'am. But usually, because sir, it can be applied to a seven year old boy and a seventy year old man. But right. miss, yeah. but miss is like younger women, and then ma'am is like older women. So. Yeah, of course, with ma'am, you're going to run into that where you call somebody ma'am and then they get offended. Right, right, Like, right. ma'am. Like, yeah, ma'am. You're 50. <laughs> <laughs> but I got called ma'am for the first time, like, last week. And today, actually, when we went to the coffee shop, you know, before we came here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked, to be honest. I, I totally had that, you know being offended thing about being called man. Because it was the first time. I mean, I haven't been here 
The la- I was 26, now 29. Mm-hmm. You I was 26. Look, and you look very young, so I Thank wouldn't you. call you, ma'am. I you. Wouldn't. <laughs> well, you know, I'm turning 30 next year, so I guess I'm a bit self-conscious about that. Yeah. So I was like, ma'am, you really called me ma'am? I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting wrinkles. I don't know what this is or something. Yeah, I, I was trying to explain, like, with, with, with places like that, like with a Tim Hortons, like, were you in, like, a Coney Island, too, or, like, was We it were like- at a restaurant the first time, mm-hmm. and the waiter called me ma'am at some point. I think that's a training thing. Like, you know, always refer to them as ma'am, sir. You know, always refer to the customer. But as it's a- never happened before, though. And well, I've been I mean- here a lot as a young woman, 20-something. And this is the first time. So it has to be, I don't know, maybe because I have a man with me. I think me. you're paranoid, man. <laughs> I, think, I think you're paranoid, you know, 20-year-olds and up, we're going to be called ma'am in a, in a, a ma'am or sir in a restaurant. Like, that's okay. going to happen. Well, now I know that then. I shouldn't. But miss, isn't that married, right? As in a... As opposed to Mrs.? Yeah, that's the technical thing. Like, if you're married as Mrs., right? Yes. Yeah, but if you're not married as Miss. Yeah. But it's also, I was mostly going for, like, the Miss Ma'am thing. Like, you know, like, some women don't like to be called Ma'am because they think it makes them look too old. Yeah. So, I, so I always say Miss by default. Like, to everyone, no matter their age. Yeah. I, mean, you don't know <laughs> I think that's a good way to go, Ant. You should stick with that. You don't know who's going to get offended. That's, exactly. just, that's just how I look at yeah. it. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, really, at the end of the day, I, I think I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it did spark discussion on social media. Mm-hmm. You got any like 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 tweets you you saw about it or not really? No, not really. Um, I think also with the auntie thing, um, it's like it's definitely I don't know because I have nieces and nephews. I have a niece mm-hmm. that I'm ten years older than, so not that. Far mm-hmm. apart in age, and then I have nieces and nephews where I'm like 20 years older, mm-hmm. 26 years older than them, 18 years older than them. They all call me Auntie, Auntie Shayna. But my niece, where we're only 10 years apart, she just call me Shayna. Mm-hmm. She don't call me Auntie. Never have, probably never will. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, so it's a generational thing, I guess, then. Yeah. It sounds like it. Because I think if there's like one generation in between, then yeah, it could be. Um, I know one thing we forgot to talk about. This is kind of unrelated, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay, we'll, we'll get into Marshawn Lynch. But I also, oh yeah, <laughs> I also want to talk about R. Kelly's uh crisis manager, <laughs> or what, what does this guy call himself? Publicist? I don't know. So at the moment, R. Kelly, um, he he is um, due for sentencing, and he is in jail, right? He is in holding. Yes, I believe so. So um, his crisis manager went on CNN and spoke about the whole matter. And there was another thing where he was outside a building and he was talking with Jocelyn Savage parents and going back and forth with them. This guy. So what's what's your response? Did you watch the video I sent you? No, I didn't watch it. I mean, I feel like this guy, like he. He's in the wrong profession. <laughs> like, you know, Don Lemon at one point on CNN asked him, so like, where does R. Kelly get the money to like fund his bail and things? Like, where, where if, if he's broke, where's the money coming from? So the crisis manager says, oh, you know, it came from fans. He says, oh, okay, that's interesting, fans, you know. And then like, um, so he said like, so really fans just sent in money? So then the crisis manager was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm just talking, you know, plausible deniability. You know, uh, I, the money might have came from fans. It might have not. I'm like, dog, you just said it came from fans. <laughs> but like, R. Kelly 
Do you guys listen to R. Kelly? You know who he is. We know who he okay. is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, R. Kelly has diehard fans. Like he, does. he has fans that are not giving up on him. I have a lady friend who loves R. Kelly. Every time R. Kelly comes to town, she's going to his concerts. She was like, I walk right through them protesters. I'm going to see R. Kelly. And mm. then she heard, she's like, I heard it was a GoFundMe for R. Kelly. I'm about to go. I can give R. Kelly $20. Wow. So, Listen, so mm-hmm. what? It's that standhood, man. So, what he said may have been true because some people they could probably figure out a way. Like, I'm gonna get some money to R. Kelly yeah. so he can get out of jail. I don't doubt it. You know, I, I really don't doubt it. I mean, people who are really diehard for their mm-hmm. stars, who have like taken a falling from grace and anything. I truly believe if Eminem ever takes a fall from grace, he gonna have a bunch of stains <laughs> with, with the with the dyed hair, the shortcut, and that's gonna do, that's gonna give money to him. If I, it I ever don't happens. see that happening. He's, Eminem has a lot of money. Oh yeah, of course. But if if, if things mm. ever happen, I I could see that happening if he if he put out a GoFundMe. Um, yeah. So uh, that was strange. So Marshawn Lynch, you want to introduce this one? You saw that video. I did see that video. Okay, so he's coaching. So he's coaching a little league team, or no? He's a, there's a camp. Okay, there's like a camp. what happens is when there are kids that play sports, they go to specialized camps. I've been to specialized camps when mm-hmm. I was younger for basketball. So I guess Marshawn Lynch he cussed at the kids, and then the moms had a problem with it, and then um, they were leaving. The moms were leaving. She didn't even take her. Did she take her kid? I don't think she had her kid with she her. She didn't have her kid with her, but I guess she was storming off. Mm-hmm. And he did go up there to speak with her. And he he said, is there a man around that I can speak to? And the kid said, what does that matter? He says, well, you know, I just you know, I just want to speak to a man about this. You know, I think that's what he said. Who right? is Marshawn? He's a NFL player. He oh, is. Okay. Yeah, he's a football player. Mm-hmm. So um, usually when they have specialized camps, and there are current mm-hmm. uh, NFL players that, you know, that have their names on the camp. And they're at the camp. Those camps are very expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that it costs at least a, a stack of $1,000 okay. <laughs> for that, at least, even if it's for a few days. Because uh-huh. um, the NFL is a very, very, well, most leagues are very hard to get into. But out of all the leagues, the NFL is the hardest to get to because there are so many people that want to go to the NFL. Mm. So I, when people send their kids to these specialized camps run by current or past NFL players, they they do it so that their kids can have that extra edge, mm-hmm. that extra maybe maybe this to help them get into the league mm-hmm. because it's run by somebody that has has either been in the league already or is in the league right now. Mm. So, but I don't understand what they were expecting from Marshawn Lynch. Right. Somebody who curses over Star Wars dubs. I'm only here here so I don't get fined. Yeah. He coined that term. Um, And I know me and you, we we had a conversation where I was like, um, I was like, okay, coach cursing out the kids. I'm like, all right, I've heard that. But then, then it was talk of like him, like, like, like saying the N word towards the kids. Oh, really? Wow. And it was, this was like a mix of like black and white kids. I was like, Mm. huh, I I never came across that. No, No, he's black. He's black. So that was the one thing that threw me off. Like, huh, that, that throws me off calling like, 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 like the, like the young players, the N word. And then you were not talking and you were like, well, you ever saw Friday night tykes? And I'm like, no. He was like, well, you know, coaches curse out kids all the time. 
And I thought about that. And um, how old are the kids on Friday Night Tights? They're young. They're mm-hmm. young. They're like anywhere between like twelve to fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. And and this and on Friday Night Tights, it's not flag football. It's impact football. It's like football football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. And then um, that led to another thing where I was like, man, I can't watch a show like that because I can't watch little kids bumping their heads together. And then you said, well, you know, last chance you, you know, they're still kind of young in college doing that. And even on the NFL, even though they're adult age, they've been bumped. They might have possibly been bumping heads all throughout the years. And that kind of made me say, well, yeah, football is really like a it's always been a disturbing sport to me as opposed to basketball, which still is a little dangerous, but carries a little bit more finesse. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, but yeah, that kind of just caused like that's like a, like a stir of like um just like yeah. And if you have your kid enrolled in impact football, Marshawn Lynch cussing at your kid is the least of your problems. Like knowing <laughs> all we know about CTE and the brain and how it's not supposed to be impact. Mm. Like basically, when we watch football, you are watching a car accident happen every forty seconds. Oh wow. Ugh. Did like you hear, is that an actual quote from? No, no. That's what I'm just saying because uh-huh. our brain is the consistency of butter, and we can't keep bumping. Like they mm. try to make the helmet safe, mm-hmm. safer than you know they used to be. They used to be just leather hats, oh, yeah. <laughs> but not. But it is still our our bodies are not made for that. Mm. Our our brains are not made for that. Mm-hmm. So and then they did a study on I think it was 115 people that had passed away and they all played football and they were you know people that had passed away at different stages in their life 18 years old all the way up to 70 mm-hmm. and they all had some form of CTE some more severe than others mm-hmm. and they were all from different positions that played football so it wasn't just linemen or quarterbacks or anything like that what is CTE? CTE for? is a degenerative disease that they believe is caused by the the repeated impacts oh, of really? when people play okay. football. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm. I guess that's the why they get paid so much, huh? So, like, like football is that like a big thing in Sweden? No, no. <laughs> we have no it's football at all. Of course, and sometimes are getting a little bit more popular, like our town in Kristianstad, but it's nothing. It's soccer. It's not big, no. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's so it's not as like like clashing. It's it's like um, no, it is. Oh, it is clashing, it's but it's all, but it's just not as popular. Yeah, okay, mm, so yeah it's played in the yeah. same way. Yeah, yeah. So I so- met a guy in our little town. For the, yeah, people play guys I don't know, like Canada there are people, or something? but it's definitely not. Uh, that went to Sweden just to play football, which was really strange to me. <laughs> Is that the only place that'll take him? What was he that about? couldn't have been that good, I guess. I don't know <laughs> yeah, but it's a smart move, I guess, if you want to coach a team or be the head player. A lot of people, yeah. some basketball players. Yeah, there are basketball to- players that go to leagues yeah. all over the world and play. And then, you know, football, like it's like it's big here, but it's kind of budding, you know, in other places. I know Canada has a league. That's where mm-hmm. the Rock played. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it is, yeah. So, like, what's um? So, compared to our political climate in America, what's the political climate in Sweden? I know you said the prime minister is laid back. Like, is it really just like just the whole laid back thing? Um, I mean, no, it's been <laughs> no, it's not very laid back, but it's not as 
charged maybe as it is here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, the political climate has changed though in Sweden during the past maybe eight, nine years. Cause the, 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 the man that is prime minister is, is the head of the, the social democrats in Sweden and they've always been the biggest party and they still are. Okay. Uh, and they're in power right now, but we have a new, right wing party that's been growing every year since so 10 years kids, back so. yeah mm-hmm. um and i think when they formed and became like came onto the scene they were maybe the eighth biggest party mm-hmm. and now they're the third biggest party um and they've taken a lot of voters from the social democrats but also the let the right wing um that would be more like the Republicans here, I guess. Right, right. Um, so it's, I mean, and yeah, and they're, they, the, the scary thing is that they really came from a scene of neo-Nazis. That's where the party originated. Mm. And they've been trying to clean up that act uh, for the past decade and, you know, present themselves as serious political, um, yeah. But it's it's just it ain't really something you can really clean up nicely, like right. No, I mean they've been involved in all kinds of all scandals right. with just people, you know, getting drunk and trying to assault someone with a baseball yeah. uh, bat, and just writing r- really racist things on the internet, like referring to people as monkeys and. Because mm-hmm. um, they're a little bit like I guess you're Trump. They have a little post like, let's make Sweden great again, let's clean it up, these kind of things. And it's just, they came to our school and they have these little posters and it's just bad. Yeah, so they're the third. Culture, Mm. our Swedish culture should not be mixed so much or like we are destroying our Christian culture thing. It's just bad. But they're growing. That's the amazing or crazy sick thing. A little bit like Trump. And it's crazy, like, how Make America Great Again, mm. how how it is, like, used, like, as, like, an anti-immigrant stance, like, all over the world. Because yeah. they have Make Tijuana Great Again hats. Because, you know, the Central Americans that are trying to, you know, come through mm. Tijuana, through Mexico, to America, the, the Mexican, like, the people in Tijuana, they don't want them there. They want them to come to America because they don't want them there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. That's an interesting parallel. I think, you know, countries, I think countries learn from one another. And sometimes that can be to a detriment, like what you're telling me now with this, mm. you know, make Sweden great again thing. Um, but I guess I like to like kind of like end on a high note. I heard like you two have like been having a great time in Detroit. Like I know you love Detroit. You you, you <laughs> really, you're really falling in love with it, aren't you, Dave? Well, I really, yeah, I've got I want to come yeah. back, absolutely. Because I think, yeah, I think you've mostly heard negative things about Detroit. Well, I didn't really. I went through a little bit on the internet, and you told me it was like <laughs> a rundown city and half the population moved out. So, like, when you heard something, we're going to a city that half the population already left. I was expecting everything yeah, pretty much empty. So, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Sounds like I was talking bad about Detroit now. I was I was just kind of preparing you for like yeah. the history of the city, right? And like you know because it's really mixed. Like you have these really nice neighborhoods, and then you have streets where half the houses are empty. And mm-hmm. and I mean that's just the way it's been for the past I don't know fifteen years. Yes. Or has it been that 
like that longer or maybe maybe 20 20 years yeah like because you know like the 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 nice neighborhoods that were good 20 years ago they're still nice uh-huh like the the boston edison district uh-huh um university district rosedale park mm-hmm. the grandmont area like those areas are still nice mm-hmm. and they weren't really affected by the housing crisis crisis mm-hmm. where the the other areas where there were you know not so good economically they got worse mm. And I mean, a lot of cities and areas were affected by the crisis yes. a decade ago. So, I mean, that's not an unique to Detroit. But I really feel, though, that since I was here, that was only like three years ago. I feel like there's a different vibe, though, even now. Or, yes. I don't know if it's that I've been around more, but I feel like it's like... More hipsterish. More hipsterish. <laughs> yeah, that's the Definitely. word I was looking for. Yeah, but I, I've gotten that vibe since I've been here this time. And uh, I mean, I guess there's both positives and negatives about that. I mean, all the money goes towards downtown, but there, yeah. there's other parts of Detroit that have like been neglected for a long time mm-hmm. and kind of like pushed to like the side, like not like for sightseers not to see. So there are positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. Like downtown is completely different from what it was in the past. It is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has changed. And I like hipsterish stuff. I do. But I I do. I have to be honest. I like the hipster coffee. I like the hipster food, vegan stuff and everything, you know. But <laughs> but I do get the negative side of of maybe like you said the wealth not being evenly distributed like it, right, it right. pockets in certain areas and mm-hmm. that's an issue it is, yeah. So I know you guys have been loving Bell Out. So have you been there like twice so far? Twice, yes. Because I know you kayaked yesterday. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds terrifying. <laughs> Just because I don't know how to do it. It's how- very slow, and you would like it, I think. And you can do it by yourself. Just you know. Be introverted and just look at the birds and the trees. Yeah. And <laughs> so I heard the water levels were high out there. So how was it kayaking? Like, it was it good yesterday? It was or? great. Yeah. It was it's great. Very peaceful kayaking. I guess if you go on a crazy river and then it's but like soft, nice in Bel Air, anybody can do it. Young, old, strong, fit. Not. It's really for everybody. Yeah. Just find your pace. Look at the water, the birds. I mean, as long moment. as you don't go out, you know where the water is more rough it's very like calm and you go on your own pace yeah i loved it and you say hi to people and chit chat <laughs> a bit and, right uh, i know bell out park has kind of changed over the years too like i know some people like they don't they don't go to bell out as much anymore because mm-hmm. like i know it became like like what's the right it's word run for over it? it's run by the state now it used to be run yeah. by the city but now oh, it's yeah. run by the state um I don't I don't think there are any like major like um like cosmetic changes. Mm-hmm. Like it looks the same. Like Bilal's always been beautiful. Right, right. But it's just like the people. There's a lot of people that think you got to pay to get on the island like you have to have um you got to have the license the thing. license plate yeah. that allows you to yeah, go to the that. state parks and but I've been to Bilal. Like I like to run on Bilal. Bilal I think is 5 miles around. So you know, I like to I like to run on there in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, but yeah, the you know people they go out there and fish. I don't know if you want to eat the fish that you catch on the Detroit River. Right, right. But I think our uncle does yeah. that. Yeah, he, he had some fish from Belle Island in the freezer. I heard. 
Which one? Uh, Alvin. Oh, Alvin. My daddy won. My daddy, my my dad. He's I said my. Crooked, I, I said my daddy. Like I'm like five, but my father. <laughs> he, you know, when he would fish out of Bella, he wouldn't let me eat, eat the fish. Oh, really? Yeah, he says okay. too much mercury. Oh. oh, really? So it became a sport thing, you know, just yeah. catching and catch release. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Maybe we should. Maybe they should look into that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just. I, I mean, you, you're always taking a gamble with that in general with, yeah. with fishing. You, you like, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, but on a funny side note, I shouldn't say this because I'm going to gross you out. But we went into the river yesterday, and uh, I have showered since then. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do the basic (laughs) hygiene things, you know, but I haven't, like, showered my whole body. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have too much mercury on my skin right now. I don't know. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure you're fine. You're fine. People people act too careful when it comes to that stuff, but, like, I'm I'm sure you're good. Okay, good. Great to know. (laughs) So what's the fondest memory? TMI. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, traveling back and forth from Detroit to Sweden, what's the fondest memory you have of, like, like this city? I know we're in Royal Oak right now, but, you know, what's the fondest memory you have of Michigan? Oh, the fondest memory. Your family's barbecue. Our oh, family's barbecue. All right. I yeah. thought it was really. No, really you played <laughs> chess with everybody. You're chess, a good chess player. Yeah, chess. When everybody played pool and played cards and drank beer and had really good food. I thought it was, Wow. We really are a spades family. We take spades seriously. <laughs> Very seriously. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like, nothing wrong, but like, Johanna's other side of the family, so much more different, quieter. They're very Swedish. Very, very calm. Swedish. Very, yeah. <laughs> So I thought it was really fun seeing this side of the family. So that's, I'm taking that memory home. And <laughs> All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Johanna, you got anything or same answer? Um, I think actually going out to Bella. <laughs> Was like the top for me. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have really any final thoughts here. I mean, I feel like Auntie, you know, going back to the central topic, it is a sign of respect. I do say it out of respect. But um, I do carry, I guess I guess after today, I do carry acknowledgement that it could be a little, a little, could be a little asexual thing there, too. What do you think? Don't call me that if I'm not your auntie. i'm on the same page (laughs) okay well uh johanna daniel thank you for coming thank you for coming oh thanks for for having having us us. it was thanks for spending some of that swedish wisdom we need some outside perspective Um, definitely scandinavian breeze (laughs) yeah so um like and share subscribe uh eric will be back next episode um thanks for another episode of uh can we talk